1: Is there anything worse than buying razors? you got to drive to the store, find a parking spot, find a locked Plastic Razor Fortress, and the one guy who has the key is on break. Then when you finally get to the register, it's $20. bucks. do not put yourself through that. Join dollarshaveclub.com for a couple bucks a month. Dollar Shave Club will ship amazing quality blades and other cool bathroom stuff right to your door. My husband has it. He loves it. Every month like Clockwork, you get a package in the mail with everything you need for a great shave. Their blades are just as good as the big boys at a fraction of the price. Not an everyday shaver? Then join the club and opt for delivery every other month. So you don't have to get it every month if you don't want to, and you don't use it, so you don't waste it. With dollarshaveclub.com, there's no more trudging to the store for overpriced blades, no more cutting up your face by squeezing too many shaves out of that last blade in the pack. They've got more than razors, too. you got to try their Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter, the best thing you can put on your face before shaving it. They've also got one wipe, Charlie's, which is the peppermint infused butt wipes for men. And as a woman, I can tell you we appreciate it. Join me and everyone at the Ask Women podcast and the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join DollarshapeClub.com. That's DollarshaveClub.com.
2: The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You
1: don't know how I feel.
2: And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women.
3: Hey everyone, welcome to the Ask Woman Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I am Kristen Carney, a wonderful host, comedian, actress, extraordinaire. <laughs> Check out my stuff on youtube.com slash see you next twos comedy. Um, we're here, of course, with Marnie Kinris, uh, the best-selling author and relationship expert in Butte as oh, well. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And David Wygant, the sexy,
1: tall, studly, funny quite annoyed right now because his fire alarm beeper will not stop going off in the night
4: three o'clock in the morning three
1: o'clock well you said it was every 45 seconds so well, it's three o'clock every, in the morning no, and continue it continue
4: it starts up again at three o'clock in the morning it has this like time it will go oh, so it's fucking it will with stop you. it's fucking me it will stop going for like a week and then all of a sudden it'll go like this and you hear boop I hate that. Boop, and my daughter in the other room, and my daughter like sleeps through. So meanwhile, it's like I put sound machine on, and all I heard was the boop, boop, and literally I counted 44 seconds, and it's like, i got to fall asleep. You know, I can't fall asleep in sound 44 machine. seconds. You're
3: going to put the sound machine on. There's going to actually be a fire. Yeah. <laughs> And you're gonna <laughs> but it's gonna be
1: so well, that's the at least I'll
4: burn feeling good. <laughs> yeah, we
1: had we had that in our house too. So there's like three smoke detectors. So all of the batteries sort of died out at separate points in life, but not in life of our time <laughs> living there. And so we would take one out, and then like literally the next week the next one would start. But it it does, it only happens at night. It does fuck with you.
4: It's annoying. It's
1: really freaking annoying. And you said you have eighteen foot ceilings, so do we. Or we have no sixteen foot ceilings. I had to take a ladder because my husband was out of town, a huge ladder, climb up. And take the freaking battery out And then it still Made that noise After I take, the, take yes. the battery out It's night of the living dead Here with these smoke alarms I don't know what happened They work really well I guess Let me tell you, you or, or, or
3: awfully right. Awful Because yes. when the moment comes Then it won't work You know It's like it's working yes. When it's not supposed to be working. You can't
4: kill them either Because I no. took I got the stand up lamp So then I stood up and I'm bashing the hell out of it. And you could see there's like marks on the smoke alarm, like bruises on the thing, right? And the thing would not die. I'm hitting, I'm punching it, hitting it really hard. And the thing's just looking at me going, bring it your best. Come on. (laughs) It's it's like challenging you. Oh yeah. And it will stop. And then it will go back again. It'll come back to life. Really? Yeah. Why don't they just die? I don't understand I don't how know. they just don't die. I
3: feel like in The Walking Dead, they're just going to have instead of people that have like, <laughs> like a a smoke
1: fire alarms, alarms. Like, ah, exactly that people. never die. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's funny that you guys brought this up before we started the show because I was going to talk about sleeping today, not as like a topic for picking up women or picking up men. That's actually but just, a very good technique with me. It's just,
3: I'm super into sleeping. Yeah,
1: it's just to sleep. That's,
3: yeah, that's yeah. The technique. I'm
1: like, oh my god, I have so much in common with you. <laughs> yes, I love
3: you. That's Let's right. Get we married. can put twelve
4: hours in a day. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> No, but I've been having difficulty with sleeping, and you know, I, I'm a very healthy eater, so I don't think it's anything that I'm eating. But recently I've been having beef, and when I have beef, I have the best sleep ever. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. So I was experimenting with like different foods for over the past week. Last night I had beef, broccoli, Thai food, I had the best sleep ever. Fantastic. Like deep sleep. I peed once during the night, but went up and peed. Went back to bed, had no problems falling back to sleep, and then I had a deep sleep until like 8 o'clock this morning. It was perfect.
4: I never had those sleeps. Really? I'm like, it takes me... First off, it's like I'm a neurotic tinkler, which I've been my entire <laughs> life, right? Yeah. So I've got this assumption that if I don't fall asleep in 15 minutes, it's like we were talking about this before we started, it feels so heavy down there. All of a yeah, sudden I it's know, like cause you've you groin it. conscious, right? It's like, God, is my penis weigh 30 pounds but during so, the day?
3: But no. it's so disappointing because when you actually go, you're like, that's it? Oh, That's I know. all I got? <laughs> yeah.
4: And it hurts. It's It's like, like you're pushing it out. It's like you're pushing out so little and then it's like you look and it's like drip, drip, and you're like, and then you go back to bed 15 minutes later. If you don't fall asleep, it gets heavy again. You're yes. thinking, why is it getting heavy again? It's because be you there. think
1: about it, you're like, okay, I'm going to have to pee. And then you start concentrating on your pelvic area. Well, right now, then, I almost feel heavy. I know, me too. Now, even I to we pee. just went to the bathroom.
3: I, know. I just peed. I feel fine. Together. During
4: the day, yeah, there's no neuroses during the day for peeing.
3: Right. Just you're when you're by yourself. It, because you can go whenever you want. There is no worse feeling than being in the best sleep, the best position, so comfortable. And you're like, oh my God, I have to pee. And then what you do is you like put it off you wait 20 minutes an hour now you're not
1: sleeping well you're like that's how lazy i am that's how i am too yeah. and then i have dreams about peeing i'm always yeah. dreaming about releasing my pee <laughs> in really dreams yes it happens a lot i'll i'll be somewhere where i shouldn't be peeing in my dream marking and I'm your territory pee, and it lasts forever and then i'm always afraid that i'm peeing in my bed but i'm not when i wake up i just have to go to the bathroom that, but that's because i put it off yeah i'm lazy too i'm like eh, i can hold this in a little bit longer yeah. well, the,
4: speak, the, the speak. best the best pee okay wait, wait. we got room less <laughs> okay you pee. saved me from a really uh, uh, okay. bad transition. This is
1: the okay, okay. Ask the urologist. The show.
4: best pee is when you're stoned. Okay, it's like an hour long. It feels like an hour refreshing. long. It's refreshing. It's right. like you drank an entire bottle of water. Yes. and you stand there, and it's like it's like you literally feel like because everything slows down anyway. You feel like you're just six seven minutes just well, kind of hanging out.
3: One there, one of the Adam Sandler movies. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, but he pee—he has like the world's longest pee. Or no, it was on a CD I think. When I was a teenager, I used to listen. To his I think comedy so CD, too. And he would just keep going. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was just, just him peeing. Like- yeah, and it was like the world's longest pee, and it just kept going and going and going. And sometimes I have pees that are. Almost as as good as that, and I really credit it to my laziness because I waited that long. But then <laughs> you get this, like, yeah, it is know, a pride feeling. It is totally. when you are like, okay,
1: hey, somebody should be around to
3: see Yes, this. like, have I? <laughs> I should document this. Is this fine for for uh, Instagram video or exactly for, for Vine? You get Vine? ten seconds. Yeah. You'd be screwed. You'd uh, like no, thirty of
1: them. Right. <laughs> be depends
3: horrible. on the
4: color, you know.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
4: if it's neon, it's not.
1: Well, as say. interesting as peeing is, oh, I want to talk about women because we have David Wygant with us who. Is a master coach, master with the ladies. I don't want to go on for a long Well, I question. went on enough, yeah. so please. So maybe I should insult him. It was unnecessary. But I wanted to talk to you about women. You've been on our show before. Um, what is the topic that people are talking to you about right now? P, actually
4: peeing there's, on women peeing on women yeah i have uh, they want they want to pee on the one <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah exactly
3: <laughs> women
4: want to meet the one and men want to pee on the one exactly so, perfect territory you know, so how do they do it how do they do it it's really easy you just kind of mark your territory at yeah. all times okay i think what men are trying to there's two things i mean men are trying to figure out something that's really interesting right now they're starting to get they're trying to understand what being sensitive means mm-hmm. they don't get that it's like um it's interesting because I've been doing a lot of talking to a lot of different people, like men of all ages. I have found that men over the age of 30 men under the age of 35 are all ego driven. It's all ego. Everything is ego. Everything is validation. They put pussy on the pedestal. They think pussy is the Holy grail and they get validated by it. Right. And they're not really in touch with who they are. They don't, Communicate properly, They their dates don't seem to go well, and then you get the they old. Don't well, they don't connect. Then the older guys have dropped the ego and they're starting to get better at connecting. They've and,
3: dro- dropped the ego because they've dropped a couple hairs. They've yeah. like, gained <laughs> exactly. no a few pounds. Yeah, yeah, but
4: they've also. But it's, it's interesting because men, older men, have now become more sexy to women because women are so yes. tired of being with young boys. So a lot of like what's really there's no
3: in between. It's either young boys or is. old
4: men. It is. It's either it's either a woman is going to go and have the daddy figure, you know, and she's going to play daddy game, or she's going to go with the young guys. But it's really interesting to see because a lot of young guys have been saying recently to me, they've been emailing, going, I don't understand. It's like it just seems like a lot of women my age don't want to date me because they think I'm too young. And a lot of them are really really young. They're just not. These guys are so... Are you saying
1: age-wise or, or like mentally and emotionally? Mentally,
4: emotionally. Okay. It's like women, you know, I think now with the way society is because men have been walking around with the vaginas for too long, yeah. right? And men just don't, they don't know how to claim a woman. They don't know how to walk over and get her phone number. They always think there's got to be a magic line and they've been overanalyzed to death. If you think about it, women have yeah. been buying products and self-help books for years. Now all of a sudden... And talking
1: and, to each other. And for, talking to each forever.
4: other. Now men are doing that. So men are overanalyzing everything what do I say? What should I say? How should I say this? What should I do? It's like men can't do anything. Men can a man can't approach a woman organically anymore without thinking of the 13 steps he read right. that night before on the internet by 17 different gurus. <laughs> right. So men have become women and the thing is, their roles, have, the way they approach women and the way they conquer women in a relationship, they become women. So it's it's kind of interesting because men have stopped being men. That's the biggest complaint that yeah. women have been sending to me also me is too. that, where the hell are the men? Me too.
1: Well, tell me more about this communication and being more emotional. So so, what does that mean for guys? If you were to advise a guy right now who said, I just don't get it, what does a woman mean when she wants me to be invested? What does it mean when she wants me to be emotional? How do I communicate? Like, What, what are the three steps? I just pulled, held up two fingers when I said that. <laughs> the three steps that you would give to men on how to actually communicate effectively while still maintaining their masculinity.
4: Okay, I call it the power of Bonnie. It brings me back to when I was 24. The power of what? The power of Bonnie. And okay. And I'm going to share this story, okay? And I, and I realized it the other day that I can literally walk through my life and I've already lived every single scene. To me, life is always a movie. So I know exactly what I say to a woman in an elevator. I know the exact response she's going to do. And I can almost pre-program the entire conversation because I've done it so many times. I went back to when I was 24. The other day, I was in, I was getting a massage. And you know when you're in a massage, you don't want to fall asleep, right? It's always good to drink a lot of water there so you can just have pee. So pee right, keeps right, you up, right? right? But
1: I know you don't want to fall asleep because
3: then
4: you miss it. You miss it. So I didn't want to miss it. So I started thinking to myself.
3: I wouldn't want to sleep because I just wouldn't be
1: moaning. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't Such mo- bliss.
4: I'm, yeah, I'm not a massage moaner, okay? But I've been next to massage I am. I do,
1: I do that to be nice. I don't actually naturally moan, really? but if I feel they need it for motivation, yeah. I'll give a few moans. Yeah, same I thing when moan. I'm having sex. I'll just go, oh yeah, all <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Like, I literally do that.
4: I say nothing.
1: <laughs> Can you picture her doing, Oh yeah. That's good. I'm like, that's, that's good. That's, that's the spot. spot. Yeah, literally, I do.
4: Really? I don't do anything. I just sit there and shut up. They're not gonna get a moan. They get nothing. Them. I'm yeah. fucking paying them. I don't need to validate nothing. them, I'm paying them. I'm paying them. <laughs> It's I do like, it
3: just because the energy has to escape. Sometimes it does feel really good or it hurts, and I'm like trying to not be like, ah! <laughs> yeah,
1: same with me.
4: Yeah, that's why I go to the same masseuse over and over again. It's like having sex with the same person right. over and over they again. Know, so they know you, know to do. you find a groove, it's really yeah. good. You know, they're going to get you to the right point. Don't yeah, say a word. You know, it's not going
1: to be too exciting, but
4: it's going to be just right. Oh, it's perfect. It's like it, it. it's actually exactly where it needs to be. With like a exactly. new masseuse, and i got to go train them in, and i got to right. add them. Yeah. I'll never add them on. Do own, you go so. to
3: a, a male or a female? Female. Okay. Have Do you, you ever a seen male or a female I prefer a female however I prefer the last male. well I prefer male hands because they feel better but I'm, yes. I'm too uncomfortable <laughs> but actually and I'm sorry I'll let you get back to you no, no, information is as I, as I just puke up unnecessary information but the last time I got a massage by a woman um, I went to the massage place so it was like you yeah, know, it's like a chain. Yeah,
4: I've they're been not there. the
3: greatest. They're they okay.
4: Sneak peeks, okay? Do they really? Yeah, those little Asian women, okay? That, okay. Have, that barely speak any English, okay? They have ball brushed me many times.
3: Okay, the Asian woman that I had, she was tiny. I had no idea this was happening. I was just laying there minding my own business. You know, she's doing her thing, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wait a second. She climbed on top of me with her entire body, and I was like, "Wait, all, it's all the righty?" Place? Yes, and yep. so she's no, was, that's a like Thai massage. I've never had that, but I wasn't expecting it. I was just. Getting a normal massage, but anyway, the next thing I knew, I was like, okay, and she's on my butt. I have my back, and I, back and it was I like amazing. it. I like it. Yeah, but it was just such a surprise. That's when I was like, all right, yeah. Did she tell you
1: that before? No,
4: no, <laughs> that's they do, hilarious. They go for a ride, they do that. And I went to the a place in New York City. When I was there last weekend, and the woman started climbing all over me like a little monkey in the zoo. Yeah, and I looked it's at her. I was like, I you it. know, I just don't really want you climbing all yeah. over me. <laughs> yeah, that's you the know, thing. Like, I'd like, like to have
3: the convo beforehand, yeah, <laughs> exactly, me too.
4: before you like <laughs> before, be before you enter. And then the the perverted ones will go, and they will. I mean, you know, it's like it's like at this massage place. I have been sideswept many times by the perverted woman, and like I'm sorry, wow. you know, but I don't. I'm not one of those creepy guys that gets hard during massage, right? You know, it's like to me, it's nothing it moved, sexual. It never
1: Do you moves at all. She was trying all. to offer you something else.
4: No, she wasn't. I think she was just trying to take a too. sneak peek. Wow. I, I think she wanted a preview. Really? Yeah, I think she wanted to grab my dick. I oh, mean, shit. We're
1: right. getting off topic, though. No, no, no. Go back to Bonnie. Bonnie's okay. story. Yes, so this so is very important.
4: Bonnie is really interesting because this is something that I realized. When I was younger, right, you know, when I was out there, my quest was to connect and conquer women, which I think is a beautiful thing because as a man, it fulfills that role, that, that primal role that we need to fulfill. So I remember there was Bonnie. Bonnie was this girl who worked at a Jackal Lane on 77th and Broadway, and I remember every morning waking up going, if Bonnie's in there today, I'm going to fucking talk to her, right, and I would pump myself up, you know, and give myself that, Ugh. So for three months, this went on. Three months. Every day, I would see her. Every day, I would choke. Every day, I would go home and be pissed at myself. So finally, one day, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Today's going to be the day. And I remember she was at the gym. I didn't talk to her. She went down the steps. There used to be these steps. And I was like, God damn it. I ran down the steps. I literally looked on Broadway both directions, and it was packed, right? I see her like... 50 yards back, you know down to the left hand side i run after her. i tap her on the shoulder i scared the shit out of her I'm right sure. right she looks at me she goes what she, i go listen i said she goes you did, did you just run after me mm-hmm. i said i did you know I said, listen, I said, I gotta tell you. I said I said this was the day I was gonna talk to you. I've been saying it for three months. I've seen you at the gym, it's driving me nuts. What the hell's your name? She goes, calm down. She goes, I'm Bonnie. I said, I'm David. She goes, and then I said to her, I said, Look, I said, I've been wanting to meet you for so long, this is just you know crazy. And I spit it all out, right? And I smiled on my face and she could tell it was authentic and real and it was vulnerable and it was open and she handed me her phone number, we went out that night. And I realized something that with all this magic cure and magic pill that all these guys are studying all the time, right? Because this is before there was all this stuff on the internet. This is the prehistoric days, you know, the 1980s, right? I was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Nail guys are not vulnerable in opening where they see a beautiful girl on the street. Instead of just going, my God, I just saw you walk across the street. I really wanted to meet you. What's your name? You know, it's like being honest and open. They have to think of something clever to say because they've read so many different things and we've lost our authenticity. And I realized when I was in this massage, because I just haven't met anybody interesting in so long that I lost that vulnerability that I used to have. Because to me, everything was a con- everything. I've had every conversation. I've slept with all these different women. I've had these different relationships, and I channeled back the energy of how I used to be and realized that's the most beautiful way to be the authentic, vulnerable self. It's not about crying and you know f- professing your love for somebody you don't know. Right. It's about just professing the fact that you're attracted to somebody and letting it out there because it's hot. And I so remember that moment. So that's what
1: you mean about being vulnerable, but vulnerable. opening up. Not about being a sap and being like having your shoulders hunched over and like no No. eye contact. Yeah. It's about being vulnerable, but being okay with the vulnerability. And it's way more attractive to be vulnerable than it is to be cool
3: or to be planned. It's. That, to me, is the most unattractive thing. Like, there's a line in place or something that they've been crafting. It's choreographed. And well, it instantly, false. no matter who they are, they could be Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, maybe not, maybe not. But they could be a very handsome man, and I would still go, ooh. You know, like, pretty, it gives if, you a
1: creepy vibe for some yeah, reason. It yeah. does. There's something, like, inauthentic about it. And women can read that yeah. very well. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's funny because you're talking about vulnerability because I've been doing a lot of coaching calls lately and men have been asking me, like, what do I share with women? Like, how do I open up without emotionally puking on her? So how would you answer that? Like, what is that fine balance when you're dating of opening up and sharing who you are and being vulnerable versus emotionally dumping on a woman?
4: Never emotionally dump. Be- make a list of all the things that are amazing about you. That's sharing. Okay. So, meaning when you talk, like, t- like to me, it's like I like to share what's going on in my life at that present moment. Like, like this weekend, I had my daughter and had a great time, and it was really wonderful. Speak positively about everything that you do, and that do.
1: gives a tidbit, a little window into your life as well, oh, rather yeah. than just saying, "Oh, my daughter came over this."
3: But weekend. there, are, but I will say, there's certain parts of people's lives that I'm sure they're not happy with, and I think that's really important to communicate because I think that's where a lot of the vulnerability comes from. If you think everything you're doing is, and I know David Shaking said because he's like a, perf- he's like a perfect specimen and doesn't have any weaknesses, <laughs> but. <laughs> I If I if a guy did say, you know, oh, this I do, it's amazing, and that I do, it's amazing, I'd be like uh, the same. I like the Elvis touch. Thank you. I, I thought it was a was little good. bit more uh, like old Broadway, but whatever, I'll go with it. Um, Godville? Yes. But if, you know, that I would have the same reaction to that as I would to the, having a pre-planned introduction. Well, that's not what David is
1: saying. Mm-hmm. He isn't saying, like, my life is perfect, it's wonderful, blah,
3: blah.
4: It's more like this. Okay, he'll It's be, having
1: like, a positive outlook on the things that he's talking about, it may be something negative that could have possibly happened to him, but there's always a positive spin. Let, put let me, onto let me the give game. an
4: example, right? Yeah, so, perfect. I was in New York City last weekend. My brother and I were talking, where I was at his house, I was playing with his kid, and I said, My daily struggle every single day is trying to understand what I'm feeling for my ex because I share, it. I, you know, I have, a, I have a kid with her. So, it's like, What am I feeling? Am I feeling. Real feelings for her, or am I feeling something because of my child? Right. right. And my brother said something that was really interesting. He says if it was just any other relationship, the two of you would have realized you cannot be together, and she would have been in the boneyard. My brother calls them every. All my exes live in the boneyard together, right? Mm-hmm. They're so dead. I, they're dead. They're dead. I mean, but I'm friends with a lot I of them. And my everything's exes. So, oh, no, Yeah, I don't. The <laughs> cremate the boneyard's the same thing. But at least you got them another life, right? But it's like, that's what I mean about the vulnerability in real. My life is not perfect. It's a daily struggle for me every single day to really determine what I'm actually feeling. It's the hardest thing in the world because when you see somebody who you share something with and you you see the beauty of who they are and it ignites new feelings in you, but it's not really, what are you feeling? Is it just feelings because of the child? Are you feeling things that you used to feel for them and everything else? And this else?
1: makes me like you more when you tell me things That's like this. It's like, see what he's, it's not, he's not like I'm painting a picture of that my life is perfect. He's, he's, it's as if he's. He's, he's just okay with everything that's going on. It's not that he is emotionally distressed by it and bothered and living within his own world where he's just sort of telling you, but not really connecting with you at the same time. I'm not really sure how to properly explain yeah, no, it, I but that's it. what, that, that's what the difference is. Cause if you were to show the flip side of a guy explaining that situation, it would look something like, oh, my, you know, like I'm, I just have, I have my ex to worry about all the time. I have my child to worry about all the time. And I just, I just don't know if I'm, you know, still in love with her or if I really want to be, be, or if, or if I hate her Yeah, or I there's like, kill this her. There's, there's a, this emotion involved. And the way that David was expressing that to us, and I'm sure you would to women that you would go on dates with as well, it's very calm. It's as if he's he's thinking through the process and he's confidently assessing it. And And that's what I find attractive. And that's what I would find um, I could connect to. And I would really respect if a man were to open up in that way to me because he was sharing a little tidbit of himself, sharing unemotion, but not being, un, not being emotional while he was doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's,
4: share, it's being real and authentic because it's sharing what's going on in your life but being positive about it because the fact of the matter is, is that we have two choices every single morning, a positive and a negative, right? And that's it. Choose the negative your whole day is going to I only have change. one choice. Which is?
1: <laughs> negative. Yeah. She's comedian. She's got We've got to we all, gotta, or we gotta would, work on that.
4: Mm-hmm. She, she dies.
1: Her career well, would be well, nothing if she didn't have. Well, no, we'll,
4: not necessarily. I think. I think the negative. The negative is the negative is spiral that starts. It's like every moment in life is a moment we choose. Okay, we choose. Somebody cuts you off. Uh, something doesn't happen at work. Don't bring it. Right? Don't bring it up. No, but it's true. <laughs> Some, something happens at work. Something you know. Something pisses you off, and then all of a sudden you hear somebody say. I, and all th- of a sudden I, you
3: punch a windshield. I mean, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes it happens. It literally happens. Um, but what would you say? in regards to the woman wanting to open up emotionally to the guy. I mean, I know my, in my experience, my current boyfriend kind of shuts down when I open up emotionally. And Mm -hmm. yesterday I actually got very emotional and I kind of got it all out. I started crying and uh, we were in the car. He's like, well, I, I don't, I know this is bad timing, but I kind of wanted to stop at Sears. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, (laughs) And then, you know, he's like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, and I totally got it, but that seems to happen a lot where I can't really spew out onto my man. Yeah. And I would like to, and what would you say to women, first of all, how to do that? And second of all, what do you say to men? How should they react?
4: I Good mean, I, I challenge women a lot in that sense because you're with somebody who speaks a different communication style of love. Okay, so the fact of the matter is, is that you're misaligned to begin with. If he's going to take you to Sears after that, well, no,
3: he was like well, Sears really. Well, we went into nicer stores, but he had for work, he had to get no. Some, but still, some,
4: it's like he, some does, boots. he doesn't. He hasn't stepped outside himself yet to really understand what that important. That, that was 15 minutes or whatever how long, long it takes for you to spew out there is some of most and 15 minutes of the day and if he doesn't allow that or understand that he's going to lose the emotional connection that you really mm-hmm. desire and deserve because right. that's going to be the that's going to that's going to send him to the crematory crema, you know crematory right.
1: right? even though you understood it i'm sure in some way that still hurt it was insensitive and it made made you a little bit less attracted to him it it didn't it did like i i understood because we were driving past it and i all of a sudden had this like
4: doesn't matter
3: immediate breakdown that he wasn't expecting. Right. But at the same time... It's called
4: improv. He should have improv. <laughs> Sears oh, is always true. open.
3: <laughs> That's, That's true. true. he could have seen there yep. and
1: parked in the parking lot and then said, listen, I know we were headed here anyway. Let's just park in the parking lot. What yeah. is it that you want to yeah. talk about? Yeah. So, he,
3: I mean, once we parked, we did kind of let me go, you know, let me go a little bit. Was he bit. still
4: thinking Sears, though? do you see him look at, the, look at the door a few times? He's
3: not too much of a deep thinker about shopping, so I'm sure he wasn't thinking <laughs> sure right, He was like, let's distract yeah. So he was being patient, but at the same time, I I don't always feel that I can do that.
4: Then you need to. Because I don't want to be and, annoying. And, okay, also. so no, it's not being annoying at all. It's like, this is where communication comes in. Honey, I love the way, or, you know, it's the way you phrase it. How does a woman ask that? It's like very simple. It's like, do you know what really is important to me? You know, phrase it that way. What's really important to you? What makes me feel really wonderful? What makes me feel loved is when I have a meltdown in the Sears parking lot the other night, and you pulled over and listened to me. You know, it made me feel really, really good, and it makes me feel really honored. Now, I promise not to have meltdowns every single day, but when I do, it's like no matter what we're doing, if if when you listen to me, it because of your soothing nature, it's like you got to build the man. The man's Mm -hmm. got the ego. Appreciate them for what they're doing because your soothing nature. It makes me feel really, really great because that's going to be when. We don't love each other the way we deserve to be loved or desire to be loved or need to be loved. We build the animosity and the frustration starts to build and then the fights start to build. And the fights start to build build because we're frustrated. Right. Fighting is not passion. Fighting is frustration.
1: Right, right, right. Completely true. Exactly. No, I love that. But then on the flip side, for a guy... How does he? How could he respond, or how should he respond in that situation? I love what you're saying, by the way. Hey,
4: he should just know this is his girl. I mean, you know, it's like she's opening up. It's like she's an, she's more emotional. Her moods change. Every to give him the day. benefit
3: that, benefit a little bit of the, who I am an emotional basket
1: case a lot of the time. So, so. am
3: I,
4: but so he, he signed up women. for it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Listen, here here here's the thing that I always tell my husband that he has to remember my emotional state isn't necessarily directed towards him something that I am going through in that moment. So the more rattled the more rattled I get or the more rattled he gets, the less confident I am in him and then I can direct my negative energy towards him and it becomes something where he's in trouble rather than just me having an emotional break. It becomes something totally different than what it was originally. So I, I'm not going on a tangent, am I making
0: sense now? No, I understand <laughs> it because I
4: understand your emotional tangent. That yeah. emotion Because I was listening to you during that emotional yeah. tangent and acknowledging that emotional tangent Which means that's all you needed in that moment. Now, if I became defensive during that emotional tangent, or I gave you an opinion that didn't have to do with it, or got angry, or got defensive, or whatever it might be, then it's going to take you further down that emotional thing. And I always tell people all the time in a relationship, give each other the platform when you need it. Yes, you know, and shut up. Absolutely.
1: Well I think that that's that's a good coverage of the topic that I wanted to cover because we have an amazing guest coming up on the second half of the show.
3: The most beautiful woman who's a New nose
1: <laughs> in just a few minutes so stay tuned. Yes. <laughs>
3: So you guys, before we get to anything else, I want to talk to you about the fact that I just ordered flowers on proflowers.com. I have made the mistakes in the past because my grandmother lives in Utah. I clearly do not, thank God. And like I've ordered them maybe like the day before and I never get really what I want. This is the time. If someone lives far away from you, this is the way in to their heart. I always order my grandma uh, flowers every year. This year I got roses on proflowers. They were super affordable for roses because roses are always really expensive. I got a striped vase. It was like $29.99 and like $5 for the vase. If you buy roses anywhere, they're always way more expensive than that. And I also feel really awesome about what I did because she will get her flowers. I look really good. My brother and sister are going to look really bad. So I suggest doing that because that's definitely a way to get a gift for somebody that you can't really be next to. Do what I did. Go to proflowers.com and there's a little microphone up in the top. Click that. And then type in ask, and then it will bring you. It'll say, like, hey, ask women listener, and then you'll get to feel really proud while you're shopping. Go to their website and do that the little microphone. Must do it soon because the order expires midnight on Friday. So do your shopping. Go to proflowers.com. Look for the little microphone button at the top right-hand side of the page and then click that and all you have to do is type in ask. It's not like you do a dash ask anything code. They just literally say like, what's your password? Ask. And you can also do it by calling 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS
1: and then mention ask to them on the phone. Hey guys, it's Marty. Buying a car is a not so fun experience for most people and it doesn't have to be. At truecar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. Truecar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by Truecar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. Truecar certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a Truecar representative that will honor your savings. Truecar certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience. TrueCar has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Woman podcast and shop at truecar.com.
2: You're listening to the Ask Women podcast, a Podcast One presentation.
1: Oh,
3: great! Yeah. Well, we're gonna make a quick change, a
1: transfer over. Hi,
3: Maria. Thank you so much Thanks for coming in, here. and Thanks her for having of course me. lovely boyfriend is here, Kevin Undergaro, <laughs> um, who I know and um, appreciate <clears throat> for all the help that she's giving up. me. Whether I know i know. <laughs> I'm just talking all day about you guys. I mean, my throat's wearing out. You know, so. <laughs> but um, you have a new show coming out, and we wanted to talk to you about that. But of course, yeah. your relationship, because we talk a lot about yeah. relationships, and
1: we have a Relationship expert. Yeah, well, two of as as well. them actually today.
0: Well, two, yeah. Well, actually, maybe you guys Hello. can Hello.
1: chime in a little bit because we're talking about communication, and we were talking about Kristen having a breakdown and her boyfriend, <laughs> per usual, not responding <laughs> favorably. Like, like just in general, men not being able to have access to that vulnerability and being emotional or being emotionally stable when their girlfriend, wife, woman that they're dating does have a little bit of a breakdown or, or, or an emotional imbalance. Have you guys ever it's a politically experienced correct that? way to say it.
4: Wait, how long have you guys been together? Oh,
0: yeah. 16 years this 16 April. 16.
4: Uh, that's like when I first learned it. that's like a car. You know, it's when you first wanted to drive, sixteen. How old my a, car? That's <laughs> a big, So you're, you're like, you're getting each other's learner's permit at this point. That's when, when you were sixteen. you your <laughs> yeah. Learner's permit for the very. That's amazing. So sixteen they years. Need, okay, yeah. I needed that information. I yeah,
0: know. I mean we're perfect, so right. we don't have any problems. um We'll just start there. <laughs> I think as a
5: guy, you know, what it is. You have to ride it out. You have to ride it out when a when a, a woman has that kind of meltdown. Yeah. Just what does
1: that mean? Be, ride it out. It's like. Well, like instead of what, the,
5: when I was younger. You know, as a guy, I did the typical male thing, rolling my eyes, being yeah. like, oh, God, you're so dramatic, and, you know, almost fighting. Oh, that's
0: the worst. I know. I want to so And then you, know, and you
5: mature, like, no, you hopefully mature, <laughs> and then you realize, you know, there's things that I'm insane and crazy about that she needs to listen to and, and be ride calm out. about, whether it's something at work or whatever it is that, you know, would get a guy upset. And I think what you you need, when I say ride it out, it's listening. Listening, hugging. It's okay. You know what? It's you know fine. We, you know what can we do? All right. Well, let's just think about this. Just being calm and just being patient. And I think when you're younger, you're more narcissistic. You're making it more about you. And I see just a lot of couples um, who f- just battle to say, see who can, who's going to listen to whom, or who's going to win out. You know, in other words, like yeah. minimizing. Let's say if Maria's really upset about something, minimizing it and say, no, no, my stuff's more important. No, 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 my stuff's more important. And the battle who's working harder, whose problems are greater, who and I just I just think when you see somebody when your partner, you know, whether it's an ant that died in the kitchen, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you just let them ride it out. You know, you be patient, you hug them, you talk to them, you kind of get them through it. And then if it is something as minor as an ant being stepped on, then later when the person's calmer, you can say, "Hey, you know what? In the future, you know, maybe let's give this perspective. Maybe that wasn't something to be so upset about. It was just an answer. <laughs> now
1: I believe your statement. It is perfect. It's
0: so a yeah. way to start to a a answer. No, but you know, it's he later in life. Says to me, yes, he's like, like, when your needle gets off that record player. Like, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and,
5: and same with me, right? Yeah. yeah when well, my needle, oh my God. just keeps skipping on the record. And you know, Maria, she rides it out too. Yeah. I but that's
0: that. like for but us. No,
4: I like. I like what he said. I want to add that before you say mm-hmm. because this is really important. Okay, because I was in a relationship that it was always. God, I don't feel... You know, you know, you wake up in the morning and you want a little compassion. You know, oh, I just don't feel good this morning. Yeah, you think you don't feel good. It's always the one-upping each other, right? Yeah, and you yeah. said the biggest point was acknowledging their feelings. Don't You don't have to one-up them. You don't have to... You know, combat it. It's yeah. just like if someone comes to you and says, you know, I don't feel good today, it's just that simple little thing. Oh baby, I'm so you know, it's like ah, I'm so you know, I'm so upset you don't feel good today. It's like here's a hug. And it's over. It's mm-hmm. so over. And most people don't do that. Most people try to one up one another in relationships yeah, I all, the see time. It all
5: the time. Yeah. You see these couples just fight and fight and fight. It's like, Oh my god, really? Like life's too short.
1: Yeah. So Maria, so sixteen years mm-hmm. together. So what is the biggest thing that you've learned about relationships?
0: I think that they are, like, there are, like, steps. It's like you keep taking that next step up. It's almost like um, an obstacle course or whatever. Like, you have to keep graduating. Like, Super Mario Brothers, you keep going (laughs) to the next level. And so you have to kind of, you have to realize, like, I'm always surprised now, having been with someone for such a long time and not been married, that you really don't know someone for a real long time. Yeah. like Like, we know each other so well now that I I have, like, an incredible confidence that I know how he's going to react to certain things and how I'm going to react to his reactions, how I'm going to, like, you know... how Not how I'm going to react to his situations, but I'm going to know how to handle him when he's having troubles or when we're disagreeing. I know... I just know so much, so yeah. I know like whatever problems come our way, I know how I'm going to react, and I know how he's going to react because we know each other so well now. I don't know if that can makes make sense. And you can no. plan,
3: you can plan to like divert, go a different directions since you know so well that what's going to happen.
5: Yeah, I know. Really, I know he's yeah. not upset about this. He's really upset about that. Exactly. I think the other thing is you know for, you know, for, for us, we've always talked about being on the 50 year plan. <laughs> so certain things. Um, whether it's me leaving cabinet doors and drawers open or no, something like really annoying like not that.
0: answering Rhee, his Rhee, phone <laughs> ever
1: <laughs> or really dishes Le- in the sink or leaving tissues out randomly in places well, that's the whole thing about it's being Jordan on the 50 year plan <laughs> yes.
5: is that you know god am I just going to keep annoying this poor person for the next 50 years <laughs> yeah. and this well, you know what we're going to be together all this time we have to figure it out so you know what I'm going to I'm going to make that extra effort, close those cabinets, yeah, and I'm going to close those doors. I'm going to try and get better, you know. And Maria, yeah, you did with the dishes. I, I,
0: I've made all of my adjustments. I still don't see you answering your phone. <laughs> but I, I don't want hear. It. You know why? <laughs> every day because <laughs> he's got two. So it's like, which one are you going to incessantly call and to <laughs> right. answer? Right,
3: right. You can dial both at the same time. It's- like the
0: worst go. Like I would allow him To keep cabinets li- Open lights on huh? Toilet seats up There you go I would let this him do anything <laughs> But answer your phone Because
5: you know what happens I shut it off at night Because I You know with After Buzz And all of our yeah. shows I have 200 hosts And the thing blows Jesus. up So I didn't want to So I shut it off so You it want the buzzing So it doesn't wake her up I'm I'm up all night I'm a night owl but I never want to wake Maria up because Maria's in the news business; she's up with the crack and on. Yeah. But then I never remember to turn it back on. And then he forgets oh, the, the car. Or, These uh, are the things we fight about. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I try. I really do. It's but they're a, yeah. So they're little things. Well,
1: l- let me ask you this: So you guys have been together for 16 years. I'm guessing no, no plans of marriage. Is this like you said, 50 year plan? So this is. Shh, my
0: parents are there. Oh, other room. Sorry. <laughs> and, and they're Greek. <laughs> well, I, I did want to. The question, yeah. because
1: for a lot of people who do get married really early, I, I wanted to hear your perspective from people who have been together. You said, you know, you don't really know somebody. Yeah, for a I, long time. I think
0: of where I was t- year two with him. Like I knew he was the one from the beginning, but you can wow. know. How did you know that? I just knew. I just knew. Did you think everyone was the one? Like, every boyfriend that you had was the one? No, no, I, I did He was my only boyfriend, <laughs> though. I mean, we've been together since I was 19. You also oh, have wow. very old, and I wasn't allowed old, to date until I was think, 18, so you do the math. Um,
5: <laughs> but you have an old soul, and you've always been, like, just more mature than the rest of us. I'm not. I'm not. I'm older than Maria, and I was an idiot. when I, You know, but Maria, whether it's her business or her life, like knows what I want. You're, you're just blessed in that way.
0: But I feel I like... Um, I feel like I knew, but the problem <coughs> is, is... There's so many things that happen, in you know, otherwise, like so, you might know this is the right person, and yes, he was the right person. But are we going to be able to get over this hurdle? Yeah. Are we going to be able to get over that hurdle? Oh shit! Oh my god! Okay, here we go. Here we go. <gasps> okay, we made it. Yeah. And then you just have to keep making it over these hurdles. And luckily, we have. But I don't think you know it's it's as easy as people think. It is a I, lot I of work, there. and you know, I was lucky that he was older and kind of was. Smarter in so many ways than most guys that want to just suffocate you and you know imprison you and make (laughs) you feel like you can't like talk to anybody, and he never did that. I have so many guy friends that I love so much, and he never worried if I was out having dinner with them or you know had you know friendships, and so I feel like. I never was suffocated. I, he was never insecure or jealous or any of that. So, and he always used his family as a model. Like his dad was the same way with his mom. She had all her friends. It was very healthy and, you know, it worked for them. And so, luckily, because it would have never worked if I was suffocated. He was my first boyfriend. No, especially like, not at
1: 19. He like, would have gone crazy. Yeah. Do you ever
0: so. feel
3: the sense of anxiety? I've been with my boyfriend now six years Ooh, almost. Good yeah.
0: Yeah, you. you got over the three year hump, as he calls it.
3: Yeah. He used to say he to in the first, year first year year he goes,
4: you'll, you'll never make it over the thier- three-year home. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in, like, World 3-1 with Mario Brothers still.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah.
4: I can never get thought. past 3-1. I got the 5-1 once. So I was really happy. I was like, this is what it looks like. Yeah, I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
3: feel like now I'm on, like, the Sega Genesis stage, kind of, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm out of the Nintendo, but I feel this constant anxiety of, like, I'm not... We never. We don't. I guess we don't have the full conversations. But I feel this constant nervousness of like, are we? What do we do? Are we doing it or not? Should we make make decisions now? <clears throat> do you ever feel a sense of urgency or nervousness about it? About not being married?
0: I think everyone else has kind of made that for us. Exactly. But for us, right. we've always felt married in our hearts. And you know, I think when we wanted to do it, <laughs> it was kind of a tumultuous time. And I'm glad because I actually also think. That it would have added an incredible pressure that we weren't probably ready for if we were married, because you're going to have those fights where the first thing to your head, the first thing that comes to your head is, "That's it, I'm leaving, I'm done," right. and I've done it a million times. I'm sure you have too, but <laughs> you, you know that option's totally easily available. Right. But when you're married, you're not, and then you feel stuck. And so I think that it's really worked for us. And is kind of an interesting model Because then you really do it When you really, really want to yep. Like I'm definitely getting a little sentimental now And I'm like, I look at him and I'm like We've gone through hell and back And I'm like, you know what If we could do it my way I could do it <laughs> Like in a little church in an island in Greece. He wants like this big... maybe did it right. It'd be big and tacky. <laughs> yeah. The exactly. way. But that's I definitely right. am more sentimental now about it. I'm not anxious <clears throat> and I'm not nervous. I think that, like I said, people have kind of put so many pressures on all of us as young women to kind of do what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. It's called Disney. Right. Yeah. Uh, hallmark. And, and yep. honestly, I, I see that that's what's failed us is when people are trying to force right. these norms on us and these traditions that... You know, don't quite work in this time as much right. as or it they doesn't did. work for everybody. It's not right. like
5: a blanket thing. I, Kristen, because I know you personally. Part of that it's, is it's you. A bad, bad, bad Part of that is you. It's not him. You're so, you're you're very intense and neurotic about a lot of things, and I think you have to continue to channel that into positive things, your career. But I wouldn't put it into your. I would not put that back on your relationship. And some of it might be valid, but I think some of it with you is that that's your. Personality too. Right.
3: Well, I said to him the other day um, that, and this was actually the most honest I've been. I just said exactly what Maria said. I just, I don't want to feel trapped. I don't, I'm trying to pursue something, and I think the moment that I solidify this relationship, I'm no longer pursuing it for some reason. Like, I, I don't to so feel that's, like on I'm lost. that's on you. That's you not an, that's right. on you,
5: not him.
1: Right. You should join our show. God.
5: <laughs> well, I know her. That, yeah. I mean, no, I've raised that's, her. That's, a good, to, to that's been been a good thing to point
1: <laughs> out. No, but it's very true because yeah. everything you just said, if that is you. That's your thing in your head that you have to. Work out Basically, I said to him, "If I marry you, I've failed." So, no, and he's, but yeah.
5: that's not true because you know yeah, what? <laughs> no, because you have to. You got to look at that. If, if it's if you are not, I always tell people career wise, you know, I'm always talking about brand marriage. You know marry yourselves to a brand. You guys right. have married yourselves to Podcast One, so you guys have married up. And I'm like, well, anytime you marry, whether it's a real marriage or a career marriage, you want to marry an equal or marry up because even if you marry an equal, you're twice what you were. So, if this this relationship it should make you greater. For example, now you're married. Maybe he's he's earning. So if he's the one that's earning weekly, now you have more freedom to pursue your broadcast career yeah. and things like that. You can right. breathe a little easier. That's what taking on a partner is. That's right. why we have succeeded so much in business because we've had each other to lean on in different times. Right. So, But if he's not that guy... Then then that's the issue. Yeah, we'll then he's away. then you're marrying
4: down, maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't no, know I wouldn't I be married mar- it, you marrying know, it, down. It's so funny you say it, too, because I, I've had a business for a long, long time, and I always tell people all the time, hire somebody better than you because you got to court somebody who's going to teach you things. When you date down, or when you hire down, you're going to spend so much time getting frustrated yeah. all the time. That's
3: how I got a job, they hired down. Yeah, yeah, actually, but-, oh, but I was, yeah. I was kidding. But I will say about Kevin, That was good, by the way. Thank you. Well, you're yeah, right. You, yeah. want to play
0: with pe- you want to play with people who are better than you.
4: Better mm-hmm. or you're equal. Equal yeah. and better is always better. Right, better. That people that always be, go and down. And that could be in
5: a lot of yeah. ways. could be yep. smarter, could be financial, mm-hmm. could be a lot, but, but better. And you're going to be better in some ways, too. But, but that's the
0: most
3: important thing. You said that to me a long time ago at After Buzz. You said, "Marry up and." It like almost stuck into my brain, yeah. and it went like it went ding. Look at yeah. you and Corolla, and you and warming, like, right? And I started wealthy, going up.
0: Whatever, it doesn't mean that, right? No. It means
3: in, in all facets of your life. Yeah. And I started to do that, and all of a sudden things started to change,
5: right?
0: So, so it was really great advice, and so with Kevin you, the Guru. If yeah.
5: He's, if he's if <laughs> he he's stable he is, <laughs> and he and he loves you and he he gets excited about your career, like I get excited about Maria's career. Then this is great. Let's right. go. Right. I'll walk right. you down the aisle. <laughs> you know, but if it's gonna, if it's, my gonna dad. If, if it's it's gonna, gonna hurt, drag you down, if it's gonna hurt or take away yeah. from it, right? If it's like right. you're getting married and you're stopping this whole broadcast crap, to, done.
4: No. Right. Yeah, the minute somebody, the minute somebody judges you, it's over. Yeah. The cold. I mean, if they water. don't, yeah. If they don't, yeah, support, that, if they don't support you, it's all over. It's yeah, like done. It's like, and it's like really funny. It's like I remember I was with somebody all the time. She goes. You know, your advice is just—you know—you're teaching men how to meet women, blah blah blah. Don't you get tired of that? And I looked, at her, I was thinking, you get fucking tired of staying in five-star hotels in Ohio, Hawaii.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because right. you
4: know what? It's like that. It's like that's the beginning of the end. That's the no, last of, of support. Say, saying to
5: him. At the very least, laying out his clothes for his interview, or even thinking, "Hey, how do we franchise this? Yeah. Or how do we make your brand worldwide?" I mean, that's who you want to be with. And, if, and by the way, if it's not that girl, then then if you're having kids, she's taking care of the house. She's keeping taking care of the kids. When I'm at home, that's what I'm doing. Marie doesn't worry about the dog. She does what. That's my job. So what know? we
3: what we touched upon today is that a little bit about what your reality show is going to reflect. Yeah, because I would watch it. You guys have yeah. a very nice connection, and a good relationship.
1: Sometimes. You know, yeah, you'll definitely see. <laughs> no, but that's the thing in relationships sometimes. <laughs> Oh, it's not good. It's easy, it's right. Wait, where was it that I was watching last night? Um, oh, shoot. What movie was it? Where this woman, this, this, oh, on girls, the grandmother was saying, at some point, you're going to look at your husband and think he is the most hideous, disgusting, horrible <laughs> person in the entire world. Oh. Then 10 minutes later, you'll forget about it and you'll be in love again. And that's kind of what it is in a relationship. You have those down moments where, like, you hate that person, but then you go back to that loving, wonderful place. And I think that you guys have worked that out really nicely. Yes. You communicate openly and honestly. At least it sounds
0: like it. Like, yeah, I'm, no, only, I've never said hate, but
5: annoyed, but then...
0: Yeah, uh, it's so not like want to kill you kind yes. of thing. Yeah, not yeah. hate. No. No. Never. No. Well, but tell us about your show. So the show is called Chasing Maria Menuno's. Okay. It's uh, premiering on Oxygen March 18th at 10 o'clock. So it's just right around the corner. Yeah. And my parents in the other room are on the show as well because they live with us, I would say, around nine months plus per year. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you Kevin... You a saint. <laughs> yes. He loves them. Yeah, trust
5: you know, me. The you, if you meet these two, you everyone always, everyone you always says, one? let's this. Like, oh my God, dear, how could you live with uh, you know with your girlfriend's parents? Then they're like, okay, get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. life with them is so easy. And, and awesome. awesome. So all the That's things so that nice. I told you I had to do the first, say, 10 years, at like the dog's health, the food, the mother's a gourmet chef, the father, I don't even turn Ooh. a screwdriver in the house, nothing. <laughs> and yeah. like God forbid Maria ever says, you know, Dad, I'm thinking about... Knocking down, turning my. One time she said, "No, she's she's like this would be really cool if this window was a door and it went onto (gasps) a balcony." Can I borrow him? We just. No, it's four hours later. I see a window (laughs) and a saw literally goes through the wall. The window falls. I'm bringing him home. Doors fitted in. Yeah, you. I came home
0: from work and I had a balcony and he was finishing the like the railing. I'm like, oh my god, Dad! I was like, I could literally I could say. You know, oh, I got this interview with Julia Roberts on the moon. Dad, I need you to build me a spaceship. <laughs>
5: Okay, we're <laughs> going to do And they'll start building a no, spaceship. And, times, and I I'll swear I'll do swear. Not say, like, and you'll say, that it. And she'll crash. say certain things to them. And next thing you know, they're running around. I said, really, don't. The kid, she'll say, like, the she power. won't say, don't. She won't order them to do it. She'll say, you know, I wish we had a this, or only if only we had the.' And next thing you know, <laughs> Oh, my God. they need they're to I give my them. parents some lessons. I mean, My parents, are very fun.
0: And you'll see them, you'll see us, you'll see behind the scenes of my life, which, you know, you get to only see me kind of reading teleprompter. Right. Little flashes of personality so real in you. there, so you'll see the real us. And, and not, we really my best are friend of 20 raw. years
5: lives with us too. Yeah, we
4: have what? Joe. <laughs> Joe lives with us. How big of a house is this?
5: Seriously? It's
4: yes.
0: yeah. yeah, it's got to be big. Yeah,
4: we're yeah. nouveau riche trash. Yeah, Honey, a, what? There's a lot of people in this house. All of a sudden,
5: oh yeah. my God, we've like, had
0: so many people living with us over the years. You know, people who like need a place I'm convinced when you and nature move in. yeah but I'm convinced when you it. make it in this business you and you come <laughs> from nothing you
5: always it, all of us go through that we but have all your friends live with you but it's not fun to you know? enjoy
0: all of this without people right. so yeah. it's right. like it's our version of having kids so my parents and Joe like it's fun to come home and be like alright let's go watch you know a movie or let's you know we're gonna yeah. go to this event or we're gonna go to that for me, none of this is worth anything unless I can share it with my family, mm-hmm. and Joe is our family too. So yeah, and I
3: mean it's uh, proof because they came today. Yeah, I mean it's like they come everywhere. Yeah, when I met great. my
0: agent, my agent tells this story all the time. I went to meet my new agent who I was who was courting me, and I. I Texted his assistant just before and I said, Vice hey, President wanna, WME, by the way. Yeah, just want to give you hey. a heads up. My parents are gonna be joining. We were going to this Greek <laughs> restaurant in New York and Love he it. was like because when I heard that, I was like, What is she talking about? And so I was like, No, this is a big decision. We make all of our big family decisions together. And like they need to this is their lives too. So we all need to like make sure we like you. I <laughs> and love we, it. Or, like, we are down with whatever plan you have. Lastly, was that <laughs> how
3: it was when you guys met? Was there a little bit of a, hey, my mom and dad are going to be Oh, no. You'll see on the
0: show, they disowned me because they didn't like that Kevin wasn't Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my dad. He's <laughs> like,
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still can't get over it.
0: <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Wait, where'd Boston. you guys
4: grow up? Boston. Oh. I know. I heard your accent. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so. Yeah. So,
1: so
0: one more time. What, where's the show on Oxygen? What time is it? Uh, March 18th. March 18th. On Oxygen. On Oxygen following Oxygen. the Bad Girls Club at 10 o'clock. Oh, the awesome. Bad
1: Girls Club to the Good Girls Club. Yes. Sorry. yes. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for being on the thank show and sharing like that little insight into your relationship Thanks. and being really honest. So check out their show, 10 o'clock on Oxygen, after the Bad Girls Club, and you can download new episodes of the Ask Women podcast every Thursday on Podcast One. That's podcastone.com. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that it happens automatically for you. And we will see you guys next
5: week. And if you're a fan of television shows, go to afterbuzzTV.com. Yes,
1: Oh, yes, and go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Yes. Yes. And, and be nice to up David Wagant. So many things. So
2: DavidWagant.com. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707.